Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, Joel, we on the air, daddy. Joel's working the ones and twos back there. Just flew back from the Super Bowl, got off the plane. (laughs) You're damn right, I'm going to tell you. We're sponsored by MyBookie.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS doubles your first deposits all the way up to $1,000 with the promo code DRINKINGBROS. They're not happy with me this week. I was say, are you allowed to use them anymore? Are you allowed to bet on them? Sure. Took about nine grand off of MyBookie this weekend because not only did Daddy win the Super Bowl, I won a I had Chiefs uh, money line. I took the money line, got rid of the one and a half. Um, and uh, then I got the over. I had a teaser on the over under, and Which then you I didn't teased need, the Chiefs the up. Didn't need any of it. You could have gone straight up on that over under. Mm-hmm. Could have done all the things, uh, and we won all the things. On top of that, uh, I also picked back to back in the golf tournaments. I got Scotty Scheffler this weekend, and he won. This is what I. That's what I really enjoy because that's what's going to make Doko the maddest. I wonder. I wonder. I woke up this morning to an interesting article that's. Uh, had said Philadelphia is the only city now in the history of uh, of sports mm-hmm. to have lost three major championships in under 90 days. I don't think he's crying about one of them. <laughs> the MLS? Yeah, I don't think that's keeping him up at night. Yeah, it might, though. And to be quite honest, if he says the Phillies one keeps him up at night, he, <laughs> he can fuck off because he didn't start watching until the division series. Yeah. He was, like, asking me about the Phillies batting order. Like, we were, we were producing a show. Like, you guys were doing a regular Drinking Bros episode, and we were producing on the desk, and we had the fucking game up. And he was like, is that where Harper usually bats? Is Harper, like, third, fourth? And I was like, I fucking hate you so much. Um... But this one probably gutted him. I mean, look, Delco, he, he's... I think he was a bigger Phillies guy back in the day when he was like in high school, college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's primarily Sixers-Eagles. So okay. this one hurt. Yeah. This one hurt him. I, so I was, for full disclosure here, I was not with him during the game. Uh, Jesse and I ended up going to the game. Um, she wanted to meet Guy Fieri, which uh, which made that happen for her. She met him. My God, dude. Now, I saw the story yeah. where you guys were like, he was doing the oh, tr- yeah. his trash can nachos. Trash can nachos. It was right in front of us. Yeah. And, and it was right. We'd walked in. We'd in gotten like zone? VIP and all that stuff. And uh, oh, yeah, you're right there. And so I was like, hey, do you want to get a picture with him? She was crying and, and could not take a picture mm-hmm. with Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. We, we did all the Super Bowl things over the weekend. Uh, first, we'll chat about the game, though. So Bob wasn't with us last week. Uh, he had some uh, some problems with his child. He was in the in the hospital. I'm glad everything's okay. Uh, you've also got pink eye. Yeah, I've got double pink eye. Yes, from from my child. Yeah, uh, from your child. Yeah. Right. I, so this isn't uh, just to clarify. This isn't uh, the type where you get poop in your eyes and you get pink eye. Yeah. It's it's viral conjunctivitis, which just means my whole body is poop. Sure. Sure. Right, like poop is running through my veins. But I wanted to let the audience know you weren't trying to cool guy everybody and be like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, dude, not going to Super Bowl, yeah." Well, because <laughs> I've wore sunglasses on the show before, and, and people are like, "Oh, hey, dude, are you that guy now?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, yeah. super hungover uh, or sick or whatever it is." But uh, yeah, that's yeah. Hence, my my eyes are glasses. open wounds. Yeah. So, um, but but since you weren't there last week, um, we had a million guests come in and out of Drinking Bros. Uh, we always get a huge Airbnb around the Super Bowl and then interview a bunch of interesting people. The the, uh, the MMA fighter with no legs, 
on uh, Drinking Bros uh, today is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal interview if, if you want to check that out. Uh, but every single person that came through picked the Eagles, and they told me I was dumb uh, the entire week. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't hear this one more That's, time. That's – look. Because you picked the – I think you were the other one that picked the Chiefs I with me, the Chiefs. right? Yes. Yeah, I picked the Chiefs. And the rest and, of these guys yeah, picked the Eagles. Look, I – there's there was no bad pick. Like I think both team e- either team could have won. Mm-hmm. Obviously 38-35 and we'll get to the reason, you know, we we'll get to the holding call and everything. Like it was down to the sure. wire blah blah blah. There's no bad pick, but for so many people to be on one side is absurd. Like everyone should have been confused. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean <sighs> but the Chiefs are still like Mahomes isn't quite Jordan, but for so many people to pick against who is clearly the best player in the NFL. But but sort of, like, is he? And that's the question. Like, you know, the I, I looked at both teams, and, and I had said this all week. Like, the reason I had the toughest time with this, the only, this is the, the sixth Super Bowl I've won in a row now. Yeah. Um, the only reason I had a really, really tough time with this one, and then another one was Brady versus the Chiefs. And I just eventually Nobody just went. Nobody thought the Bucks were going to be the Chiefs. But I just went with the best quarterback and experience and was like, all right, they'll find a way not to fuck it up. Yeah. And that's what I did with this. Uh, I also looked, you know, obviously back at the Eagles schedule and the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs have played very, very tough teams all year long. Eagles did not. Uh, and I wasn't sure whether or not Jalen Hurts was actually going to be healthy. And it appeared that he was. He was great. I, I thought, me personally last night, just, you know, having been there in person, I thought you could have made a case for him as the MVP. Now, I couldn't hear any of the announcers, so yeah. I, I don't know if they said that. Um, uh, they were pretty, I mean, you know, they were, they were basically just like jerking off both quarterbacks. He had one mistake, and it was a bad one. It was that fumble, but that was it. But that was the game. It was the game, but that was to never have played in a Super Bowl before and throw for 300 yards and then run for three and touchdowns way, and all the other things. Some like, dimes. Yeah, yes. Like yeah. he wasn't. It, he, that was the most accurate I've seen him as a passer in ever. seven weeks. Yeah, maybe ever. Yes. I, mean, I didn't see him do that in college. I know. I know. Like I, dude, Hertz was incredible. There were so many catches. Devonta Smith and uh, I. Forget, I always forget their tight end's name, but their tight end was their tight end was doing a Travis Kelsey impression, just bringing oh, it in like impo- well, God, God, yeah, it's good. Impossible. Dallas ball Goddard is a good. Ball. Yeah, yeah, he's a good tight end. And, and Hertz was incredible. It was that. Literally, and you know, people get to the holding call. We'll get to the holding call. Yeah, but like that one play in the second quarter, second yep. quarter. Yep, the just butt fumble, basically. Yeah. I mean, his own just a cell phone. It just kicked it off of his foot. Yeah, and it and went then, right to the guy, right in the end zone. My, it was so shocking. My guy, Nick Bolton, mm-hmm. who went to Mizzou, almost, almost a Super Bowl MVP if he had gotten that second scoop and score. Oh yeah. Which he, was real close. Dude, all right. So let me let me say something real quick about that. Yeah. By the rule. So there's a lot of Eagles fans who are going to want to bitch about, okay, by the rule it was a hold, but that was a ticky-tack call. Mm-hmm. I understand that by the rule yep. that that Eagles player didn't catch the ball that got punched out and then Nick Bolton got his almost second scoop and score on. Yeah. But like... He caught that ball. Mm-hmm. Like, that ball was secured in that man's arms. He just didn't move enough after. But, like, if if you had caught that ball and then someone punched it out, like, just not in a game, just in general. If I threw a ball to you yeah. and you caught it like that and then someone punched it out and said, you didn't catch it, bitch, you would be like, yeah, I caught it. And then you just walked over and punched it out. Yeah. Of course I caught the ball. The, like, there was a, a play like that, uh, same thing. It was uh, Clemson versus Ohio State. 
uh, and the Clemson receiver got it, and then it was a, sc- a scoop and score, and then they took an hour by the booth for the same thing. It was the exact same play. They called the, the plays identical in both situations. So, uh, yes, there is precedent, uh, precedence uh, for it, and it is what it is. I, I guess they, they said he didn't make a, a full football move is what the referee had and that's said. Fine. And, that's, and that's the rule. That's the rule. It is, but it's so hard to say what a real football move is. You caught the ball. Right. Like he caught it and then didn't move. And then move. you're looking to run. So, so if, it's like, if yeah, you just, yeah. If you just catch the ball and don't move. And then somebody swipes it. <laughs> is that a fumble? Right? Like, like you catch the ball and then just fucking stand there? Man. Is it so like, I... With, with the with the holding call and everything else, you could have gone back to that play as well and be like, "Hey, dude, that was another touchdown on the books." For that, he caught that ball. I know, like he that was in his arms, like he, that he secured that ball. Your but, guy from Mizzou, and I was I was laughing about this in the stands. I was like, he he would have been the MVP. MVP of the Super Bowl. Oh, he had that second scoop and score. That's it, because he also had nine tackles, yep. uh, two touchdowns. I mean, you're not not giving that no, guy the MVP. He's the MVP. Yeah. And I had a defensive player on my. Uh, it was one of the only few bets that I lost over the weekend was uh, I had a defensive player winning it just because the odds were crazy. It was like 9-1. Oh, you always, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, that dude from Mizzou, like, I'm going to win this. This is awesome. And yeah. then they took forever. And I was like, oh, shit, that, long... that reminds me of that Clemson play. And I was like, this, they'll, yeah. they'll return it. And then they did. And Eagles fans thought, well, hey, we're going to fucking win now. And, right. um, and look, man, I, I have not been uh, that kind about Hurts all year long. Um, I saw him in, uh, again, I saw him in college. I saw him on his worst days, I guess, ever um, for all the college games that I was at. He looked really goddamn good on this game. I was going to say, for him to you, drive, you... for him to drive down at the end of the uh, uh, the game, score, and then get the two point conversion on top of it, and not just get the two point conversion. By the way, like he should have been stopped. Yeah, he pushed through. Yep, like they they had him. Yes, and he just pushed right fucking through it. Yeah, and I mean. I, I there's nothing I can say about Jalen Hurts. This I wasn't a Jalen Hurts hater, but I it I wasn't quite as far as you. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know. I, I you, you, know? you never know with a running quarterback where it's just so unusual to see in the NFL. I, I guess because they never win. Like a running quarterback still hasn't technically won a Super Bowl yet. I mean, maybe you could say Russell Wilson, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Um, Russell Wilson's more like in that Elway mold though, or Mahomes mold, where he'll like he'll break it if he needs to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like he's not like a Lamar Jackson. But 27 of 38 for uh, 304 and a touchdown, no interceptions. Um, and then One turnover, f- though. Fifth, well, the turnover was a fumble on Real him. bad. Yeah, real, real bad. Uh, it, that might as well be an interception. Yeah, <laughs> like it's that that yeah. was that was it, as bad that was as bad of a turnover as you could have possibly had. It was wild. Um and then 15 carries for 70 yards and three touchdowns. So what 370 total yards and how many 74 and how many total touchdowns? Four, four? total touchdowns. I I thought I thought you could have made a case for him as the MVP last night. I mean, he was look, I I kind of hate in general only giving the MVP to the, the winning, winning team, yeah. Right, because yeah. he was clearly the most prolific player on. Now, I'll grant for Pat Mahomes, it's not his fault that A, the Eagles offense took up all the T.O.P. in the first half, mm-hmm. and B, that Kadarius Toney returned a punt to the fucking three-yard line, yeah. and he couldn't rack up yards, yeah. right? So... What do you do? Right. Um, I, I thought he played as, as good as you could possibly play in a Super Bowl without winning. Um, on the other side of this, for the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs are the Chiefs, and it's a it's a lazy team. As soon as it was at, at halftime, hammered the live line, same as three, you do with every other Chiefs they, game. They had three to one odds, three at, to one on my bookie. I think I won another thousand on top of oh, that. It was that was I, 
every fucking game you so, do that to the Chiefs. Every, the, every game. In the stadium, I was texting my friends. I have a ton of uh, friends who are Chiefs fans because I'm from Missouri. Mm-hmm. I went to Mizzou. Ton, know a ton of Kansas City people. I was texting them, and I was leaving Dan alone. Don't go alone because I didn't really want to <laughs> fuck with him. Uh, but I was, like, I was like, I don't know how to feel because on the one hand, um, the Chiefs played pretty bad in that first half. Mm-hmm. And they're lucky to only be down 10 because of the Jalen Hurts oh, fucking yeah. fart, yeah. essentially. Yeah. On the other hand, the Eagles should have been up way more than 10. Yeah. They should have been up 14 to 17 points. And I was like, I don't know who should feel bad at the half. Like, at, going into that half, I, I had, I literally, like, I was trying to put my head around. Like if I was a Chiefs fan or an Eagles fan, because I'm neither. Uh-huh. And I was like, I, I think I would feel bad if I was either fan base, because if I was the Chiefs, I would feel bad because we're barely even in it. Mm-hmm. And we had to get lucky to even be in it. Yeah. And on the Eagles side, you should have been up more. Yes. Like maybe quite a bit more. So if you take away that 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 touchdown where it just dropped out of his hand, I don't even think anybody tackled him. He he essentially was trying to transfer the ball over and it right. hit his thigh. Yep. And then just bounced. Yep. And Nick right Bolton. off the ground, a homeboy, and then he scooped it up yeah. and got in. But you take that away, it's 24-7 at halftime. That's a big boy number to come back on for yeah. the Eagles because yep. they got a pretty decent defense. Uh, now, for the Chiefs, I don't know if it's, if it's just their typical Chiefs laziness because the second half, they torched it and they scored 24 points. Yeah. So like, I think they scored on every possession in the second half. It's fucking crazy. And you're just like, all right, why can't you guys just do this for an entire game? Uh, Chiefs got lucky with a couple things. Uh, Mahomes... Maybe a minute, minute and a half left before halftime. Reaggravated that sprained ankle on the one of the most ill-advised runs. I've. I mean, like he was just like, "There's nothing. There's nothing," and decided to run, but didn't even commit to running it really, mm-hmm. and just like let like left himself open to get hit. Like, I mean, that was that was probably his worst play of the entire game. It was, but it also allowed him to go get that shot at halftime. Yeah. So you either take it before or after with all the festivities and all that shit because you, you've been to Super Bowls. Uh, that go around and it's a blast, but they're late. The games are late, the, and it's like, dude, it's extended. Halftime's about three times as long, almost three times as long. Uh, the other part too is uh, with the national anthem, and they sang the the black national anthem. That was part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was America the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, there That's was the wider national anthem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. And there was some other performance, and the players were just standing on the field watching the commercial. So there was a commercial that was going, and and they were about to kick the ball off. Eagles and the Chiefs were on the field waiting for the opening kickoff in positions for about five minutes. It's kind of of brutal to go to the Super Bowl. As as an in-stadium viewer, you're kind of just like, what the fuck? There's so many extended breaks. It's a fucking blast, and like especially with a great game and all that stuff. Um, you, know, you know, look, if you're a Chiefs fan here, the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. Mahomes is, is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen in my lifetime. Um, and he has no one on this team besides Travis Kelsey. And uh, offensively, you got Isaiah Pacheco. I said the same thing all week. He's good for 70 yards. He had 75. Yeah. Um, the, the rest of it, Jarek, here's, here's Jarek, thing, I didn't though. know Jarek McKinnon was even alive. I had to physically look right. up his number, and I was like, right. who is this guy? Uh, he had four carries for 34 yards, and fine. And they had Sky Moore, who was their punt return punt returner. Was. Was. Um, who had one carry in this game. And mm-hmm. then Mahomes 
Uh, well, ended up having six carries. You're missing the best guy. Who? Or not the best guy, but the one of the most important guys. Kadarius Tony, <laughs> who was who was the tw- I didn't think he was supposed to play the twentieth overall pick in the draft. Okay, if you remember him at Florida at all, this guy was right. a he was there. freak at Florida. This yeah. guy was one of the best, and he it sucked because he played for like a sort of mid ass Dan Mullen team, and it was it was when he was mostly there when Felipe Franks was the quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah so yeah. he didn't get to do a ton. Like I don't think he was really there for the Trask year where Trask was a Heisman mm-hmm. finalist. But Kadarius Tony, I was talking to one of my uh, Chiefs friends about this last night. The, you know, they're talking about missing Tyreek Hill or whatever. Kadarius Tony, I they're going to keep him. I I hope again twentieth pick overall in the draft mm-hmm. by the Giants. This dude to me seems like a sort of hybrid between Tyreek Hill and Debo Samuel, right? Where you've got he's not as fast as Tyreek Hill. But he's not also as like meek as Tyreek Hill, and yep. he can play out of the backfield. He can like Tyreek Hill can, like Debo Samuel. He's a little beefier, a little meatier, but he's still fast as fuck. Like he's kind of like he's he's a combination of the two of them in like the best. And uh, he had he had a uh, an unbelievable punt return that set up the rest of that and game. and a touchdown where he faked out fucking everybody. Everybody like, fucking I could have thrown that touchdown pass. But even then, he had one catch for five yards. Um, it was it, look his route was amazing, and he faked out everybody, but. You're going through this team. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is, is one of the greatest tight ends ever. That's fine. Then you got Juju Smith-Schuster, 53 yards. Who is a, an above-average wide receiver. He's a good wide receiver. Above average, but not a star. That's not the, the superstar. Justin Watson, I don't know who that is. I'm, I apologize. There were so many times where I was looking at my phone and trying to figure out yeah. who these Chiefs players were. And I play fantasy football every goddamn week. I know most of these guys, but you wouldn't even start them. He had two catches for 18 Dude. yards. Jarek McKinnon. Again, I didn't. I was unaware he was still alive. You know where they spent their money? On Mahomes. No. Well, yeah, <laughs> on Mahomes and like and letting line. him be like part owner in the line. In the, the line, yeah. The line. yeah. And the, on the names you'll never hear. I know. Right? They they traded Tyree Kill and they were like, just give us fucking linemen because here's the thing, man. Everyone in the NFL is a freak athlete. Every single person in the NFL is a freak athlete. Yeah. Right. So obviously you need like one or two dudes like Kelsey. Kelsey's obviously going to get the spotlight. And then Schuster is a big enough name where he will get some attention as well. But other than that, you can scheme anyone open. It's money ball shit. Like, it, really. it is, man. And and watching it last night in person, I was like, oh, fuck. Because I had seen them with the Tyreek Hill runs and all that stuff in person. And he's just a different beast. When you throw him the ball, it's good, good luck. And it's fun to watch. But with these guys, Noah Gray, Kadarius Tony had one catch, Sky Moore. Uh, the one that I thought was going to break out because I, you know, he played for the Packers was uh, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. He uh, had a huge AFC Championship game. He did, and then he okay. had zero catches in this one. But he, dude, that's it was one target, and then there was another guy he threw to named Jody Fortson. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But don't you either. think? Don't you think it's better to be like I don't know, weapon agnostic? If you can do it, the only problem right. is. I, a good it's coach so can rare. do it. A great coach and a great quarterback yeah. can do it. And they have both of those things. So here's where, here's where I'm going with this. Is this the new version of the Patriots? Because Brady really, besides Randy, Randy Moss here, he didn't have a lot of weapons there. Uh, there was Gronk. all bullshit people. Gronk was great. So like, But is that the formula? You get one good tight end, maybe two, like an Aaron Hernandez right. or a Kelsey or whoever it is, a great quarterback, and then two great coaches. And then just kind of go from there as long as your lines are good? Kind of. And I mean, Belichick was even the same way on defense, right? Like, he would randomly yeah. have a star on defense sometimes, but like, name me one edge rusher, the fucking... I mean, they'd, I they'd have like Vince Wil- Wilfork at tackle, or like, I think they had uh, Revis one year, and then um, 
who was the cool guy, the dope dude who picked off Russell Wilson in the end zone, who was a pretty good corner. Oh, Malcolm Butler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was okay. Yeah. I mean, but like really they never had, it was all scheme. And that's the crazy thing about football. Like you pretty much always need a star at quarterback. That's inarguable. Like you can't really have a mediocre quarterback, but everywhere else, except for maybe the lines or the offensive line, like you can get away with talent deficits in scheming. You kind of can't get away with, I guess, uh, people not being talented on the offensive line. Mm -hmm. But uh, anywhere else, you can just kind of scheme around. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. And, uh, you know, as far as the defense goes, like Nick Bolton had a fantastic game. Uh, The only ones that you you really know, obviously, are Chris Jones and probably Willie Gay on this team. Maybe Uh, Legereus Sneed. Clark. Clark. I to a certain extent i guess but uh yeah it's it's uh it's puzzling and it's uh it's it's wild to watch and i wondered because there was a green bay packer fan and he he said it facetiously but i'll bring it up uh because i I think it is actually a good point i rode the the packers all year that uh aaron Rodgers took all the money and they have no receivers and don't be pissed off right you have nobody to throw to right where he goes well the chiefs don't have any fucking receivers and i go i know and i don't know how the fuck they're winning better coaching yes that's really it. Is that it, though? Yeah. I mean, is that hey, best offensive coach, best yeah. head coach? And, and by and the way, I would, I would, no offense to that Packers fan, but offense intended. Actually, Aaron Rodgers is a fucking donkey shit quarterback at this point, who is not totally focused on winning and Football, stuff like yeah. that. And Mahomes is like Mahomes is apex right now, and Rodgers is just I don't know having a midlife crisis. Yeah, like I actually, you know what it. To that Packers fan point, it fucking didn't matter eight years ago for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Because he was making conference championship games constantly. <laughs> now it matters with Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, but on the Eagles side, look, man, I, again, obviously been hard on Hurts uh, for the entire year and most of his career in Philadelphia. He's probably the dude there. And, you know, they played his, uh, besides one play, they played as good as you could possibly play. I mean, even that, we'll go to that holding call at the end of the game. Some people bitched about it. Some people didn't. We had a different um, angle in, in, uh, inside the stadium. Yeah. So I didn't get to see all this stuff on, on television. But um, the angle we had in the stadium, it was a clear hold. Like, he, he grabbed the fuck out of that guy's jersey. And then his presser afterwards, he said, look, yes, I grabbed the guy's jersey. And he goes, I was hoping they wouldn't see it. Right. Uh, and he goes, it, but I did so- it, and it is what it is. But the angle... When, once we got out of there and got home, that they were showing was like a straight-on angle, and you couldn't really see it. Whereas so we they were showing the wrong angle on, the angle on TV a lot. Yes. So what happened was, and I was really annoyed watching the game. There, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster came off, you know, whenever the ball was snapped or whatever, and he initially broke, or like went right, and yep. then initially broke left, and that's when the dude tugged, right? right? And then it was not a big tug, like it was not. He tugged, but it wasn't like crazy. And then he followed him, and then everything they kept showing was when his arm, his left, he tugged him with his right arm. Right. And he, but they kept showing his left arm just being on his hip and be like, well, is that a hold? That wasn't the hold. That, that was never it. the it hold. It was before. Right. It was yeah. the right arm yeah. tugging. And, and that's the only view we had in the stadium. So right. I didn't get to see the other one that everybody was bitching about until after we got home. And everyone who thought home. that that was the hold call, yeah, you should be upset if you thought that was the hold call. That wasn't the hold call. No. It was right before that. Yep. He did he did get jersey. I think it was ticky tack. It was it was correct. But- it, it's correct. And you know, I, most of the NFL referees have called this bullshit all all year long. I'm not a big fan of of NFL refereeing at all. Because at that point, 
it's up to you <laughs> whether or not you want to do it Dude. unless the guy's on the fucking ground. Uh, and then the scripted comments about, you know, the Chiefs, because, you know, you had the push out of bounds on the last one and then the holding call right. in, the, in the AFC Championship against the Chiefs that wasn't called. All that stuff. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's it's a good story. Mahomes is the face of the league, and it, do you think? Yeah. What, do you think that I, I, I'm so torn on that? Because on the one hand, yeah, Mahomes is the face of the league mm-hmm. for sure, and he is a dope player to watch on the field. Mm-hmm. He is a fucking dud. At, like I love him, but he's like a dud personality, kind of a dork. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like a dork. Like yep. he's not bad, but he's like a dork. Dorky he's guy. not as cool as Burrow mm-hmm. or Lamar Jackson. Nope. Or any guys like that. Nope. So there's no incentive to make him bigger in terms of... He's like a Mike Trout almost, you know what I mean? Where it's like, please be cooler. <laughs> like, I, 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 yeah, and it's it's strange because there's only a handful of guys you can think about that are this great and this dorky. Tiger Woods was one of them. Yep. Mike Trout is, is another. And then probably Mahomes. Yeah. And I think their talent supersedes everything else to where you watch them play and you don't really care that they're a dork. Yes. And I think that's the kind of the difference with him and, and, uh, and Tiger and those guys where if they weren't that great, then you'd be pissed off about it where you're just like, all right, sweet. Who is this? Alex Smith? All right, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you had Please crazy stop. talent that was off yeah. the charts, we could well, put up with this bullshit. But- or, or if it was like Alex Smith playing for like the New York Giants and you're yeah. like, all right, I understand NFL. You want your giant market to to win a Super Bowl. Right, right, that, right. Or like, for example, fucking uh, Jared Goff's Rams getting the worst pass interference no call of all time yeah. to get the Super Bowl because they wanted LA in the Super Bowl yeah. instead of the Saints. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I don't necessarily understand the conspiracy theory that they need Kansas City, like the fucking 30th no. biggest city in and the I, country. And I, I can tell you this, the tickets really dropped for that and inside the game and it was because there wasn't a lot of Kansas City fans there but uh, there oh yeah was I was gonna ask you what was the what was the uh... all Eagles holy shit so here's why I say holy shit I, it's been a while I think Dan and I covered an Eagles game maybe four years ago insufferable just an insufferable <laughs> fan base to where half of these seats are corporate gigs because they're expensive yeah, yeah, yeah. and so uh, a lot of people there just don't care a lot of the wives are just there for the the, the halftime show oh. And with, with Rihanna and stuff like that. So, like, there was a few that were sitting in my row. It was all people who just wanted to see a good game. There was no – I had money on it, so it's a different story. But uh, everybody else just kind of wanted to see a good game. And the rest of it was Eagles fans. And they were fucking insufferable the whole game to the point where everybody had turned and they were like, man, I hope the Chiefs win just because I hate this <laughs> fan base. And that's, what it, that's when it kind of turned. And I was like, yeah. oh, God. And all those cutaways you saw to the celebrities. Yeah. So they were sitting right behind us. We were, we were right there. And uh, like Nick Jonas and uh, uh, Bradley Cooper and all those guys. And uh, LeBron, the LeBron thing was real, by the way. The stadium booed the shit out of him. Really? Oh, yes. So I know because I read it on Twitter later and I was like, man, I wonder if the TV caught it. And they were like, yeah, uh, there's a million I articles. I didn't hear that it. on the TV. Oh, you didn't? Now, okay. granted, I was dealing with like an infant and gotcha. stuff. So I, I wasn't like super. I mean, I had the sound. I wasn't super listening. Like I, I was like listening to the, you know, the announcers and everything. I And I saw them show LeBron and I was like, eh, whatever. I was actually like, why are you there? Yeah, like you're, well, in the, you're mid-season. And that's what, that's what my wife said. She goes, why is he here? And I go, well, he just broke the scoring record. And then he's got all-star game. I just think. I think in his mind, he thought, all right, I just broke one of the hardest records in sports. Everybody's going to love me, and this is going to be rad. Right. And I, for whatever reason, the whole stadium just goes, 
Right. Like I get him being there for the Rams winning the Super Bowl in LA, no in less. LA, he's, yeah. a, he's a fucking Laker. Yeah. And I get him being there. It's really early in the NBA season, but I get him being there for the Indians World Series in mm-hmm. 2016 that they lost to the Cubs. Yep. He's an Ohio kid. That all met, even though he's a Yankees head. Or that going to make, Ohio State games or Browns or right, right, Bengals right. or whoever. His kid's getting recruited by Ohio State. Yeah. That all makes sense to me. Yep. This is. He has no connection to these games. No. No connection to the city the game's being played in. No. And uh, the, the the Philly fan Unless base. he just really wants to be traded to the Suns at this point. I know. I, the Philly, <laughs> which we'll get to, but uh, the Philly fan base. Holy fucking shit, what a nightmare. Uh, I, just, I was just happy at the end that I didn't have to hear uh, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles, Fly, Eagles, Fly, or the whole fucking yeah, song. That. They had bands there. They had like a high school band that was playing that, that theme song, and I was like, God damn, I felt like I was at a... Like a Penn State, Ohio State, but right. not Penn State, where I was just like, shit, this is loud. Um, and it's Eagles fans. And they were all there. And, uh, you know, the team showed up. So it was a fucking blast all the way around. Um, and uh, what was the wildest in stadium moment? So, like, what did everyone react to the most in stadium? The Rihanna Sitch. The okay. Rihanna Sitch for sure. Where, so she got up there and, you know, you can see everything that's going on because they're, they're trying to set it up to, to come out of a commercial break and see her, right? So we got to see her first, and I looked at Jesse, I looked at my wife, and I go, hey, I don't mean to sound uh, negative here, but <laughs> is she pregnant or just really not giving a fuck about eating anyway? Like, right. just going for it. She goes, I don't know. Would you do a Super Bowl halftime show pregnant? She would. Uh, uh, right. And, right, and she was. But oh, she is pregnant. Okay, she is pregnant, and she announced it on Instagram like ten seconds after she got off stage. Like, hey, we're expecting, and all this other stuff. There was a lot of people who bitched about the halftime performance, and you know, she wasn't moving, and it was kind of boring or whatever. But I did notice that. And if I was, you would have gone in, here's what I said. I, I go, if you would have gone in and said, "Hi, it's Rihanna. I'm pregnant, and I'm still going to do the show anyways." Then it would have brought this whole girl power female thing, and it would have been lauded as a top three Super. Halftime performance of all time. If she had said she's pregnant beforehand, which yep. I respect that she didn't, by the way, to, to, to yeah. score kind of bonus points. Now, here's where the audience started turning it on inside the stadium. Okay. When you start singing songs that are with Jay-Z, Kanye, Drake, and none of them come out, mm-hmm. we all wanted them to come out. So right. everybody's kind of looking around of like, oh, they're going to come out now. And then to play uh, All of the Lights, which is a Kanye song that she only sang the chorus on right i mean that's a full-on kanye rap that song. is not a rihanna song it's not a rihanna song and right. people were just like okay um now i will say this inside the stadium being pregnant and seeing her 400 feet in the air mm-hmm. she, was, she was really high up there it was like oh shit that's wild um but other than that uh i don't know what the vibe was at home um, it was mostly just like what the fuck is happening yeah my favorite meme of the whole thing was turning it did you see the super smash brothers meme Mm-mm. Oh my god! Because it looked like it, she was on like a platform, like forty <laughs> yeah, feet, she was. fifty was, feet in the air. Yeah. It looked like a Super Smash Brothers stadium. That's great. So that it, it, it looked like that in, in real life. Yeah. yeah, I mean, mostly like I mean, it was me and my like almost seventy year old mother and an infant child watching it at yeah. that point. So we were just like, I what the fuck is going on? Like I don't care. Like I, don't I like Rihanna. I do. I like Rihanna. But I was like, I 
I'm, I like I'm like an old crank now where I'm just like I don't care about the com- the commercials were dog shit by the way the commercial okay. the Super Bowl commercials were fucking asshole why because they're just too safe too woke too whatever like somebody uh, was talking about there was a G- that the Jesus ads remember I was bitching about those a few weeks ago yeah, and I was yeah. like who is running all these Jesus ads and then I guess they were running them during the game last night there too? was like one or two Jesus ads however most of the ones I even paid attention to were just like. They're not even trying to be funny anymore. It's the same thing as I don't like, know if you can. It's the same thing as Hollywood, where yeah. they're just reboots. Yeah, like they had a Zoolander commercial, and they had like several, really? several other like just like remember these characters? Oh, now they're in a commercial. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was bad. Right. It was bad. All right. Well, the game was great. Um, and that's all. The, I know, that was the thing where I was just like, just play. And the I was there. Game, well, I, I didn't. You know, I didn't see the commercials or anything else. So good on that. Uh, the other thing too. I'm going to stand up for uh, uh, Nick Sirianni here, the head coach of the Eagles. His a lot- t- his, uh, national anthem tears? Yes. There wasn't, I'm, I'm telling you this, wasn't a dry eye in the entire stadium. I'm fucking crying. My wife is fucking crying. I don't know that I've ever heard somebody sing the national anthem like that. Where, I mean, it was just fucking phenomenal. And we don't know why. Like, we just bur- everybody just kind of burst into yeah. tears and like, Chris Stapleton on, you know, a CD or fucking, you know, Apple or whatever the fuck you're listening to your shit on is always incredible anyways. I've seen him now twice live, full concert, and then this. It's a different person. It's like a, the male version of Adele or something where it's just, there's something that evokes emotion in you and you just start crying. So All of us were. I had the same experience. I actually missed the national anthem for this, but I, I had the same experience when I went to the Super Bowl. Uh, that was the year Lady Gaga saying that I oh yeah them. yeah yeah she was great and and i literally was like welling up the entire time and i was like uh not expecting it really i was kind of drunk and i was just like oh the national anthem obviously you know hand on heart all this stuff and uh lady gaga is has a brilliant voice as well like yeah. great, like yeah, yeah, great. very very different yeah. but both brilliant voices yes and i was just like oh, oh my oh like halfway through oh my god i know this is the best thing. i, I like what? And when they showed him on the Jumbotron crying, I'm crying. We're all crying. We're like, oh, oh, yeah. my, oh my God. I, I, I get it. It's oh, yeah. Just- well, you know, I think a lot of times we've all been to like a million sporting events, right? Mm-hmm. And most of the time you go to like a baseball game or uh, even an NFL game and it, they have a nice person singing the national anthem, right? Yeah. A nice voice. Yeah. Fine. Good but, for like, you. When you get, but at the Super Bowl in particular, like you get a, a fucking like elite. You get the best of the Vocalist. best. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Someone who isn't just a beautiful voice, but knows how to emote perfectly, right? Because uh-huh. when you're singing like that, you're acting too, right? Like you're not, you're not just singing. Like you're, you're putting the emotion in the right places, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, f- I mean, it, got, it gets you right in the fucking dick. Like the, it, the other wild one was uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph sang the Black National Anthem right before him, and she was very good as well. I, so I went with her to the White House. She was on my trip okay. um, from Abbott Elementary, and she sang in person when we were there at the White House, and she's an incredible singer as well. Is she the principal? She's Broadway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But, but she's a big, big Broadway star, so she always has been for years. So if, you're, if you were watching that and you were like, hey, dude, I didn't know the, the woman from Abbott Elementary could sing, she was a Broadway star first. Right. So that was secondary, but uh, uh, all of it all the way around in the, the, the stadium was great. Phoenix was beautiful. The roof was open. They didn't shut the roof. Was so anybody no... talking about the grass? Uh, no. Because I, that I was a big thing on the broadcast. Was it really? So no. Nobody said anything about it. What was the story with the grass? Nobody could get fucking footing. Oh, really? People were slipping constantly. The Eagles had to change out their entire fucking cleats at halftime. No shit. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, was it the grass itself, or yeah, yeah, I wonder if yeah. they just left the dome? No, up it was open. the grass. The okay. grass was not. They weren't be able to dig or something like that. And that, by the way, is a huge. You'll probably hear more about that when the World Cup comes to North America next time. Yes, because uh, they're playing at a bunch of these stadiums. soccer players. Fucking hate playing in the U.S. because they think our grass sucks and they can't play on field turf. You should not be playing grass on field or soccer on field turf. But they even our grass. They like the stuff that they the the turf they put down. Yeah, they're like fuck this. Like it needs to be like real rooted grass, not this shit you lay down well they did show something before the game started inside the stadium of the process of them rolling it out yeah and it's it's weird it's kind of like a like a dome going over but they just kind of remove it from the field and then they put it back on and i was like that can't be the best but uh no no complaints um as far as like in the stadium yes uh i just thought we all thought maybe because the dome was open because i was surprised like why risk it but it was a beautiful day and they were like no we're just leaving the the top open and i was like all right shit let's go um, so yeah, no complaints there, but that we just assume that's what it was. So yeah. maybe it, it gotten moist or something, but it yeah. was, I, apparently it was just the grass hadn't really taken or like uh, whatever. And like there were, I mean, they were showing it cause like people couldn't keep their foot. Yeah. Uh, and then the last note on this super bowl wise is, uh, now that it's all said and done and the chiefs are champions and everything else, I think pretty much everybody agreed, uh, that I was with last night and, uh, and this morning, we did get the best two teams in the Super Bowl. Easily. At the end of the day, that was the game that we were all hoping for. It was a great game from wire to wire, pretty much. And uh, uh, yeah, I you know if you're the Chiefs and the Eagles, it's only up from here. I mean, Chiefs, go out, just get a couple receivers, maybe just try it, <laughs> see how it works. Maybe draft a running back, you know, Honestly, at the end fuck, of the first. Fuck all that shit, just draft defense. Uh, maybe they don't even need they I don't know. even need receivers. Just draft like a crazy defense, and you're good with your fucking like I know random collection of receivers that you have. It, and if you're Tyree Kill and you're, you're watching that, I know the money was great in Miami. Is it worth leaving the greatest quarterback for? We, we were talking about this right before the show started. Every athlete in a lot of sports, like I, it's a thing in baseball, it's a thing in football, it's a thing in the NBA. Right? Everyone's like, I want the respect of being the highest paid player or the highest paid player at my position or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause I am the best. So I want to be the highest paid. That's fine. And you'll be respected in the moment, mm-hmm. but no one in 20 years is going to be like, dude, don't you remember how he was the highest paid player in, <laughs> in 2022? Yeah. No one, no one, no one says that. No, they say, don't you remember how he has three rings, fucking four rings or his stats? Yeah. Right, like no one talks about how much money you made. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I understand wanting as much money as possible. I do too, but you get to a certain point over a hundred, you're good. You know, like either over way, you're. 50. I know. Well, I mean, but even if you're looking <laughs> right. at, well, I want my respect. Right. Cool. Over a hundred, you're still good with right. all of that. And the biggest rumor I heard throughout the entire week from agents and ESPN guys and all all that other stuff was Rogers to the Raiders. Because he wants Devontae Adams again, and uh, and Devontae Adams wanted him back. So, yeah. and by the way, Pat Mahomes right now has more Super Bowls than like I don't know, basically every elite quarterback in the NFL combined. And he's twenty seven. Yeah, because Josh Allen has zero. Yep. Josh Burrow. Yeah. Or Joe Burrow has zero. Yep. Aaron Rodgers has one. Lamar Jackson zero. All the rest of the guys who are young and dope, fine, but zero. Yep. Like Brady's retired, so he's gone. Who else? Who who has more Super Bowls than Pat Mahomes in the NFL right now? Anyone? I don't know who can beat him, and that's the thing is like if you're able to do it with these fucking scrubs, 
Well, and, and what do you one, do? I'm arguably but, the best coach in but football. He's, but he was there at the Eagles with, an, with elite teams. In my opinion, you go back to those Donovan McNabb uh, T.O. teams. Yeah. Probably better than what he has with the Chiefs. I kind of think Andy Reid at the Westbrook with the, with the Eagles. Westbrook. I think he got a little Atlanta Braves luck. You know what I mean? Just kept running into like hot teams in the playoffs at the like over and over again at the exact wrong time, and then he makes Super Bowl and it's against the fucking dynasty. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like it, it, I mean, I know he had To and stuff like that, but I think he, I think he had bad luck with the Eagles more than it. I mean, dude, and it takes luck to win championships. Yes. Oh, it hundred percent does because you got to stay healthy and all that other stuff. Now, if you're the Eagles. Besides a, a like a Bijan Robinson, I think would be a great for them. I don't know what what you need to add on that team. You've great great wide receivers. You've uh, you got your quarterback. You got your tight end, uh, Dallas Goddard, who uh, replaced Ertz. Zach Ertz when he when and he man, left. Goddard, uh, you have a great defense. You have a great offensive line. I, I, maybe one more running back, and that's kind of it. I mean, I there's zero notes for that team. Where's the Chiefs? Get a running back. Get some fucking right. receivers. And get unlike- some. Unlike the Chiefs, the Eagles have good draft picks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, they could be right. fine for many, many years. And uh, I think if you're an Eagles fan and you were at that game, if this is indeed your guy and it's going to be the guy and he doesn't get hurt, um, at, what, what is he, 24, 25? Yeah, this is the beginning. Right. So, I, I think, well, at least what my takeaway was most Eagles fans were pretty amped at how close they were to winning. And uh, and how good Hertz was and, and all oh, that stuff. So, yeah. dude, it's, he's, it's, a, he's ahead of schedule by a million miles. It, it always sucks because you're like, fuck, man, like we were right there. You never know when you're gonna be back. You like don't, you're right you fucking don't, there. Dude, I know, I know. But like, they'll be back, especially because the NFC is ass, dog shit, ass. Um, but but to your point, like you you never know if you're getting back. And I look at that Falcons game. That was now six years ago, seven years ago. Yeah. Doesn't seem like that. And at the time, it was like, well, these Falcons, they're going to be good they're for a minute. Be good. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, man. By the way, this was, speaking of those Falcons, this was the second time ever that a team has sure was. come back from double digits down to the half. Which is why I said it. <laughs> I've been at both games. I was at both games. It was 26 and 2 is the record uh, of a team that was up by double digits at halftime. I was at both games. Are they over their last two, though? Who? Teams up double digits? At halftime? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, the. Falcons, and then, yeah, last night, the Eagles. Because all the other ones are pretty close. I don't really remember off the top of my head. No, no, just those two. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> you are welcome. Uh, as always, we're brought to you by MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros will double your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Now things are getting really fun because golf uh, is in full swing. I've won the last two weekends in a row, which is fucking gnarly, dude. Um, I had Justin Rose... Uh, last week, and I had Scotty Scheffler over the weekend. Uh, my God, dude, I'm on fucking fire here. And you can bet on all of that on mybookie.com. We're doing this next coming weekend as well. These are like mini lottery tickets. I know football season is over. Golf is really fucking fun to bet on. UFC it's a blast. is about to start kicking in here. So it's, look at, it's fun. There's always college basketball if you need a little day-by-day action. I can't wait for that either. So like now that football's over, I'm all in on college basketball. I'll start to move over to the NBA. We got the Daytona 500 this weekend, uh, which I will be at as well. And those are a blast to bet on. Odds are super long. Those are like mini lottery tickets. 
um, and uh, and we'll be there in person for that. And I'll put bets up. I do it every single year in Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. Just subscribe there. Uh, it's free and it's it's a private page. Just don't be a dick. And all my betting slips go in there, and you can see all of them right before these games, including the Daytona 500 this weekend, uh, which I've got to try to dig down deep here and get ready to hop back on a plane Thursday nights because we got fucking rock this weekend off the heart AF seltzers. You just stay in the cellar. I know. I just, right. I You're drinking to. a heart AF right now. You I, just don't, don't get out of choice. the cellar. I don't have a choice. Yeah. I don't have a choice. Uh, and then, as always, uh, if you want tickets to any of these uh, events, go to drinkingbrostickets.com. They're there. We shit. We told everybody to go to Waste Management. I was unaware there was 400,000 people there. I didn't know that. Over the whole weekend? Over the day. What the fuck? Saturday, yeah. Good Lord. There was stadium seating on like half the holes. It was wild. Um, one of the greatest, by the way, events that I've ever been to in my entire life, Waste Management's. Uh, incredible, but I told you guys, hey, go get tickets on drinkingbrostickets.com. They're super cheap, and then we'll just meet you there and, and fucking rage. Blue collar masters. Uh, so, dude, we I met probably fifteen drinking bros there. It was awesome. Yeah, and uh, we were taking pictures and hanging out and drinking. It was a great time. Uh, the cops were fucking amazing here. I saw all your cop pics. Yeah, I'm it's gonna a give time. a shout out here to uh, to one of my boys here. There's another guy I'm going to post here tonight because he had a better mustache than me. And uh, his cop grabs me in the stadium and he goes, yeah. hey. I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, and he goes, what uh, I do? Uh, yeah. I was, yeah. Like, I was like, he goes, I got a better mustache than you. Like, Son <laughs> of a bitch. Uh, Alex Dyer, um, who's a, a cop out in Arizona, hooked us up uh, on one of the holes out there, him and his wife, Stacy. So shout out to Alex and Stacy. Um, wonderful people out there. We had a great time in Phoenix uh, for the entire week. And it was awesome. Uh, we'll be in Daytona next weekend, but that schedule's a little tight because uh, it's for work, pretty much, except for the last day. Wink. Wink. Hard wink. Hard wink on that one. Uh, speaking of the waste management, now, a lot of people hit me up in the DMs, and they were like, hey, dude, is, is the hype worth it, like what we're seeing on TV? Is that all the – and I'm like, yes, I can confirm it. That is one of the greatest sporting events to go to ever. It did not used to be like that, and that's what everybody kept telling me. Yeah. Even my dad was just like, hey, dude, I was there years ago just because it was right. next to the hotel, and uh, none of it was like this. I've never seen a golf course tricked out like this. It felt like the strip on Vegas where there was just sweets, bottle sweets yeah. on every single hole. Very Phoenix. It, it, yes, and it was incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, I was all in Well, look, it. if you look at – I don't – it was on 16, actually. If you go look back, Tiger Woods' famous hole-in-one. Yeah, I watched where it. Where he goes, hey, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that is on 16. Yep. Look at that video, which is from the late 90s, yeah. and then look at it now. I, it it felt like a fucking apartment complex was built on every yeah. hole. There was DJs, by the way. So every suite oh, it's it's, had yeah. a DJ, <laughs> yes. but I was like, are they not going to be distracted by this? Golf's a pretty quiet game. Yeah. And uh, this is, by the way, Delco Dan's perfect combination, oh, right? DJs you, and golf. You've no idea. It's yeah. You've no idea. We'll ask him about it when he gets back because this guy's are driving back. I'm with sad all the he's not gear. here to just. I I I actually am sadder that I couldn't observe him in his just natural habitat. I've I've never seen him smile or be impressed <laughs> pressed by anything. I've never seen Delco be impressed by anything or smile. Yeah, like when he's out. Um and. He got into, I had to meet with uh, this agent at another hole, and uh, he got into the, the box before we did, and mm. he goes, holy shit, dude, this is fucking next level. Like, this is incredible. And I was like, oh. Uh, Jesse was like, dude, if we're hearing this from Delco, it right. must be this amazing, because he's not impressive. impressed by anything. When we got in there, he was like, 
holy shit, this is the greatest thing of all time. And I was like, it, it really was. Yeah. It, it really was. If, if he's impressed, it's, yeah. It's, I, I was impressed. Right. I was impressed by all of yeah, it. And you've been to, a, I've been to everything that you Kentucky could go to. Derby, Super Bowl, everything. blah, blah, blah. I, this, uh, this thing this weekend is the only major sporting event that I haven't, I've never been to the Daytona 500. Yeah. That's the last one on the box and I'm uh, like, I, that I can check. For, for me, all sporting events are measured by the Kentucky Derby. Like I've had a box of the Kentucky Derby. Yes. That to me is the measuring stick. And I've been to the Super Bowl. I've been to the Final Four, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. You think the waste management is up there with if you're gonna go the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling that's it it's that easy it's time to rethink recycling with renew Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Go to a sporting event, uh, like for the year, I would put that in my top five for sure. Okay. Um, and look, the, the number one for me, though, was a special event. It was the Field of Dreams game. The first one with Kevin Costner and like it took my right, dad right. and like but th- that's nothing will ever beat that yeah um but for a I, yearly thing but then I had Masters at two right okay uh, I think you got to throw the Super Bowl in there obviously if you get a chance just to go and see it it's I, it's amazing I think if you I, I think it's kind of a waste if it's not your team or if you or uh, go once no matter mm-hmm. what but like I would go to the Kentucky Derby every year yes. I wouldn't go to the Super Bowl every year. Yeah, I, I would definitely go to the Kentucky Derby every year if I could. I would go to I would go to the Waste Management if, if I could. That's what year. I'm saying. So like that's Holy the type shit, of thing it's where fun. it's like uh, the Kentucky Derby. If I could, I'd go every year. Yeah, every yeah. year. The Super Bowl, I've been great. I would go again if it's a. I don't even care about any NFL teams. So I'd go again if it was a team I cared about. I guess. Right. That's what I wonder about the Waste Management. Is it like on and the Masters? You would go every year if you go every year, right? Yeah, and here's the difference with it with the Masters and like waste management. It is polar opposite. So you have it's blue collar Masters, ten thousand right? people. You know, yeah, like ten thousand. So nobody's there. You feel like you're on a private course with yourself and some other people. Uh, it is beautiful and endless and like the. I mean, it's incredible. There's not one box. There's not one suite. There's not nothing. It's you're like putting a couple your cabins. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're putting your chair down and you're in your your chair and then you can walk around all day. Yeah, you're not in any form of suite whatsoever. There's no phones. There's no thing. This felt like Coachella. I'm not kidding. They were like, oh, there waste was, management felt yes, like. It, there was women that were dressed up. Social media was at its peak. Yeah, selfie sticks, videos, things like. Uh, That's glorious. It felt like Coachella at a golf tournament. And I turned to Delco at one point and I said, dude, if they made golf this fun for everybody in real life. Right. Game changer. So for here's golf. my question. Is that kind of the future of sports? Like, obviously, I, I, that's what I said to him. I said, it's a game changer for golf. If you do this or if you did it at a baseball game. I would say you can't really do it for football, basketball, but for baseball, you could potentially sure do could. that. Yes. And that's my recommendation. If you're going to try to keep this going. The party's got to be about everything else that's going on because golf is the same way as baseball. It's kind of boring to watch a little bit, but when all that other stuff is going on and then the guys get to the hole and you're letting them you get queued up, you scream yeah. their faces right. off and you know, yell fuck you and, and all this other shit, like which they let that go there. And I was like, this is fucking rad. Um, so yeah, it, it was it's definitely a top fiver for me for sure. And I would go back every year if I could. I mean, it's a it's party. seen I I'll tell you what, man. I 
I was watching like all your stories and shit like that. I was just like, fuck. Like I've been to a lot. I have seen you guys go to a lot of things I haven't gone to, and I've been to a lot of dope sporting events myself. Yeah, that was probably the only time I have been like, motherfucker. I really wish I was there. If that was a company outing every year, I'd be amped about it. Yeah, I'd be amped. That was that looked fucking incredible. So it was fun. Uh, that all the heavy hitters were out there. Uh, something that Delco had said in the past that they were going to start upping some of these purses. They did. So the purse for this was $4 million. That's wild. So every, you had all the big guys there. Oh, yeah. Every big guy was there except for the, you know, the guys that went over to live, obviously. And because of that, it made the match even better, the tournament even better, where you got to see endless people that you knew where you're just like, oh, shit, this is awesome. This is awesome. This is yeah. awesome. So uh, really, really great time. Uh, Phoenix itself was great. It's one of those where you're like, oh, shit, do we, are we, should we move there? Should we move here? You, it's so weird. Like, I, you think like you just think Phoenix is just like Satan's asshole, just like a dry, dusty asshole. Yeah. And then you get there and you're just like, <laughs> this is the best place I've ever been in my life. <laughs> I had a couple of meetings at night and uh Because at night, by the way, it's glorious at night. I know. It the heat completely dissipates. It was like at night. forty at night. And it's like so you have to wear shorts and a t shirt during the day. Yeah. But if you are more of a pants and sweater guy, just wait till sundown. That's, that's the evening. Yeah. That's the evening. You're good to go. So every meeting I took at night, same thing, was a, you know, some form of flannel or long <laughs> sleeve, right? And jeans. Right. And then in the day, it was shorts and t-shirts. Uh, great time there. Thanks for everything, uh, for all the drinking bros that were there and all that stuff. Absolute blast. I would love to go back every single year. It was that much fucking fun. Uh, we'll flip on over here to college basketball. I know you guys are covering uh, college here. Uh, and this is where I tune in because now I'm in, right. right? And so I always want to look at the number one team. Now now it's kind of jockeying for position. Right. And we're real close. So Bama's number one yes. in uh, the AP Top 25. You guys have said for most of the year that you thought Bama was number one in the country. I personally, and then they are. Bama is yeah. my, I have $100 on Bama to win uh, at like 10 to 1 Okay, right so, now. so let me ask you this then. Because uh, at two, so Bama got 38 uh, first place votes. They're one. Yeah. Houston got 22 first place votes and they're at two. Okay. Uh, Houston's also fantastic, and I could see them winning it all. Okay. Um, Purdue at three, I don't necessarily agree with. I've seen some Big Ten games, obviously, for Ohio State. They're they're good enough, but I don't think they I don't think they can Purdue win a, a is, championship. Uh, they might make it out of the first weekend just based on their seed because they're going to get a really high seed. Yep. But I have no faith in Purdue. Now, here's an interesting one at four that you guys have been really high on all year, and that's UCLA. Mm-hmm. Well, Dan has. Okay, so. I mean, you're. I'm not as high oh, on UCLA, but the teams that you guys I think they said kinda... weeks ago are now in the top five yep. here. So uh, you guys have been pretty, uh, pretty dead on. I love Alabama, so I've watched Alabama a fair amount because okay. Missouri plays in the SEC, and I've watched Alabama play Missouri, and I've just watched Alabama play a lot. That team is fucking flawless to me for the most part. They got blown out randomly at Oklahoma, but you know what? College basketball is a long season; it happens. UCLA, very, a very good team, regardless. Like they have quite a few pieces that made the. F- Final Four a couple years ago, um, and they, I wouldn't bet on them leaving the tournament early, barring a really just bad matchup. Okay, uh, I like both those teams, and I like Houston a lot. But Purdue, me and Dan have been saying the whole time, Purdue just out. And, and I agree with that. I've seen a couple of their games this year, just due to Big Ten for me watching Ohio State stuff. But um, uh, Bama, Bama, ironically, the only game I've seen this year was uh, the one that they lost by thirty to Oklahoma. Yep. Uh, that was the only game I watched. Uh, Kansas, I've watched Kansas yeah. twice this year, and they've gotten smoked yep. both times. 
I uh, like Kansas, and and you I do like Kansas. I don't, and I don't like Kansas as a person. Like as a right. Missouri fan, I don't like Kansas. Kansas is suffering from the fact that they play in the Big Twelve. Okay, and the Big Twelve is fucking brutal. Well, so they're the way, they're at five, and then Texas is at six. To right. your points, um, and then you got Virginia, Arizona, Baylor, another Big Twelve yep. school. Uh, Tennessee, Marquette, and then Kansas State's another Big 12 school at 12. Big 12 so, brutal. Yeah. And by the way, for everyone that likes to shit on us for saying that the SEC is the best at football, and then we, oh, we can't admit that there might be another conference as good at football, blah, blah, blah. I have no problem admitting that the Big 12 is the best basketball conference by far. It's not even close. Like that conference is fucking brutal this year and most years i can admit it because i see it and i admit it and that like kansas is good every single year though i mean every year if you say all right great i'm gonna pick kansas to win the tournament you could say that for the last 30 years and Mm -hmm. and have been fine oh yeah so kansas i think is gonna do really well in the tournament and here's why and here's and here's why i think they're a little underwhelming uh this year in the regular season they're not very deep Okay. They don't have a ton of depth. They have they have really good players. Like Dick is a, the like prototypical Kansas asshole. He actually is almost like a Duke asshole, but like a white guy who just hits all the shots. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like real scrappy. Yeah. Gonna get a steal. Pisses you off. Um, they're not very deep, but they have a lot. They 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 their five six guys are really good, but because they're not deep, they're getting punished in the Big Twelve a little bit because you need depth to play in a league that that is that brutal. Like that is that everyone's good right they're gonna get to the tournament and it's gonna feel easier than their league play has felt so i foresee a deep kansas tournament run okay uh i i, I think it's hard for me to bet against kansas every year so you shouldn't. like i i yeah I, it's i hate them and you shouldn't i know i the, the one kansas game i watched uh other than the other the the two that they lost um no actually it was during the game that they lost uh bill self actually looked at his assistant coach and he said, they're better than us. Oh, because they're be- this team is better than us. Yeah. And it was caught on camera. And what, who were they playing? Uh, I forget, but they were getting worked by like 20. Yeah. And I was like, he just goes, oh, they're better than us. And he was, it seemed like he was yeah. fine with it. Dude, I mean, the big... The During big tw- a game. And I was like, holy shit. The Big 12's fucking loaded. Like, it, it, that is such a... The, the Big 12 in basketball is probably a more brutal conference than the SEC in football right now. West Virginia is usually always good. Um, they're, pretty, they're pretty bad this year. Okay. I think they just kind of don't have the dudes but i mean i i foresee kansas making a deep run i still love alabama to win it all uh tennessee's had a rough week i don't know if you saw what happened to tennessee but they lost two buzzer beaters yeah 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 yeah. uh look they're still at 10 and i think the the committee took that into consideration they'll be fine but they probably cost themselves a one seed because of those two games yeah they lost which are are brutal i mean those were miracle shots yeah uh, Gonzaga's not looking great this year at 21 and five. Uh, Big Ten is dog shit this year in basketball, which typically they're very good every well, year. Well, they're still ranked the second conference overall. Mm-hmm. I think it's mostly it's a heavy middle. There's not a lot, not a lot of top this year in the Big Ten, but they 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 just have a lot of like pretty good teams. Well, Ohio State is usually pretty good at basketball, and they're terrible this year. So I don't even know that they will make the tournaments. I. They're, they're probably on the outside. I think they're eleven and twelve or eleven and thirteen right now. Yeah. Um, I think they've got to fire the coach and move on. I personally think it, it, LeBron James is going to pick the coach. I'm not kidding. 
I think his kid. Get Bronny in there. I, I think his kid will end See, up going there anyway. Go well, and they're gonna. No, it doesn't. It never goes well. You don't want. You don't want LeBron don't even, James I, picking your coach. I don't even think he's good enough to to play. Start on a Division One team like like Bronny's Ohio State. Bronny's a four star. He's a four star, but is he is he is he good enough? He's not good enough to dictate anything. I know his I know his high school. It's super white out there in Santa Monica. So was so, so. was LeBron's. Ah, uh, maybe. So was LeBron's. Maybe LeBron's is pretty white school. And dude, by the way, Jason Tatum played for my high school's rival school which is like the whitest fucking school on earth okay maybe like, well, we'll see. actually you should be we'll more see. scared of the black guys that play for really white high schools because that high school recruited <laughs> that dude uh marquette's in here indiana's in here miami xavier st mary's creighton not shocked by these guys iowa state another big 12 team uh, UConn is in there, San Diego State, TCU, another Big 12 team. Jesus Christ. Big 12 is gnarly. It's like eight teams. Uh, NC State, Providence, and then uh, rounding out the top 25 is FAU. First. Yeah. You know who FAU just boxed out? Who? Missouri. Oh, did they Missouri's really? Missouri's 26th. We just beat Tennessee <laughs> on the road. We were the Tennessee's second buzzer beater. But, if, you, uh, if you get in, you're fine. I, oh, we're in the tournament. We're yeah. fine. I don't yeah, worry about that. But I was a little annoyed that we couldn't get a number next to our name. Um, it. Honestly, like, this is one of those years where the AP rankings barely fucking matter. Yeah. Just you know get what in. I mean? Just get in. Just get in. Yeah. It's going to be a wacky-ass year. I love I love Alabama. I think uh, Houston is always a team that is fucking, like, just difficult. They're the new, like I say every year, every week, they're the new Syracuse. Okay. Where it's just like, if you play them every week, you're, or you play them every year, you're used to them. But all these teams that never see them before... Like they don't, they don't know what they're doing, and they these Houston's like an automatic Sweet Sixteen team the right. way you, Syracuse used to be. Um, love UCLA. St. Mary's is a really good team that that is underranked. I would say at this point, yeah, it, it's uh, it's a good dude. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna, gonna be a wild fun. one. It's gonna be a wild one. This it year. is. And uh, the final four is in Houston this year, right down the road. Might pop on down there depending upon who the games are. Uh, we'll flip on over to this New Mexico State story. Yeah. What ha- I mean, what happened there? So there's like some uh, fun hazing allegations with the team uh, that are sexual in nature. Better than the Wisconsin women's volleyball team or no? Uh, worse, oh, I would okay, say. Gotcha, Less gotcha. sexy. All right. This is more in line with, um, do you remember the Rough Neto door? Stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the, all that his, bad? All his friends jacking him off. Yeah. While he was like, stop it, I hate it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. But it, it, this guy did hate it, unlike oh, Ruffnet Odor, oh, who did no. not. Um, so essentially, what no one's named in the police. Like, there's stuff blacked out still, but the, the allegations are out there. So essentially, one player filed a report to campus police. He didn't want to press charges, but he wanted to, I guess, have it on the record or something. Three players, three-ish players, uh-huh. would routinely pin him down. Okay. Take his pants off. All right. Spank him. Okay. And touch his scrotum. Uh, okay. Sometimes while uh, the rest of the team watched. Okay. And this may have also happened to another player. Another dude. Yeah. Okay. All dudes on, all dude on dude. No jacking off each other. Just, just a random little, a scrotum, scrotum touching touch. and, and spanking. Uh, that's, that's pretty par for the course for college. Um, nothing crazy there. You know... In and of itself, <laughs> I'll say this. It's humiliating. It's humiliating. In and of itself, the spanking, 
the fact that he's reporting it means that I guess I suppose the context of the spanking doesn't matter, right? Uh-huh. Because if he didn't report it and someone just was like, "Yeah, I heard they spank each other," yeah, then the context matters because then the other guy could be like, "Oh yeah, they spanked me and whatever." I thought it was funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've been paddled, right? <laughs> I didn't report that to campus police. I thought it was funny. Sure, it was fine. Sure, it was fine. Yeah. If I didn't think it was fine. I may have reported it. Right. This guy did not think it was fine, and thus he reported it. And also, then there's the fact that someone got in there pre or mid spanking and was just like, <laughs> yeah, take on a screw. <laughs> yeah, take Which on is a just really uncalled for. Sure, sure. I would have been less okay with that, quite a bit less okay with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if someone was paddling me. Whoopsies. Yeah. If so, if I'm getting pat, if I, if I get paddled and I'm like, all right, everyone got paddled, it's fine. But then some random guy, one of them was just like, I'm going to, I want to touch your scrotum. Yeah. I might, things might change. Well, I got thrown out a fucking window uh, during hazing. So like, you know. Was your scrotum touched as you were thrown out the window? Because no. I got to tell you, I'd rather be thrown out a window, window than have my scrotum touched by a random. That. It was a lot of glass. <laughs> a lot of glass, friend. I would rather him touch my scrotum. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a closed window. Sure was. Okay. Sure was. Okay. Well, that I didn't realize. And that's that was the point. I was ready to walk, but uh, scrot touched a little, a little twiggle. Uh, who knows? But they end up shutting down the whole program, right? Whole for the bro- year. Uh, yeah, the whole program shut done. down for the year. Uh, everybody's transferring out. All previous Strange. previous New Mexico State <laughs> players from like a year or two ago were like, "Yo, we didn't do this." <laughs> so, and apparently, it was literally like three or four dudes doing it to one or two dudes and uh college basketball teams i think like 12 to 15 guys uh-huh. and the guy was saying like the rest of them would just watch or ignore it thinking it was weird or yeah. i don't want any part of this type of thing so it was literally just like three or four guys getting fucking psycho on this one to two on these one to two guys sure so that's fun yeah uh, that's fun yeah um, I don't think they're making the tournament. No, I don't either. I don't either. Uh, we'll switch on over to baseball here. Uh, sources are saying that uh, the extra inning, extra runner rule is going to remain. I thought they were going to ditch that. So I'm not a fan of this at Dan all. Dan Holloway is not here. He's not. Dan Holloway, I believe, hates that rule. I, I hate it as well. You hate that rule as well. Yeah. Can't stand it. it. I fucking love it. Do you really? Putting a guy in second to start off the extras? I hate extra innings so much. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> okay look i, uh, I don't so, want to be i don't want to i don't want to like flex i don't want to be like big dick you or anything like that sure and i couldn't big dick holloway on this but like i watch a lot of baseball games mm-hmm. okay nine innings is a long time it is it is i can't i can't do more than 11 we'll get like, it I, I fucking need it to end at I, some point I, I did too but but get it out of there then for postseason that's what I it would is say. Out of there, like, all right, so this it's is just this is just going to be regular yeah, season. Yeah, so it's, right. it's similar to. And by the way, everyone loved this when the NHL did it, mm-hmm. where um, the NHL was like, "We're not doing regular overtime rules for regular season. It's just too long. We'll do one five minute overtime and then a shootout. Boom, done. All good to go. Yeah, because it's a point yep. system. Yeah. and blah blah blah. Sure, that makes sense. Now, if you want. My real way to make people more interested in baseball, and I pitched this on the show before, it is, I guess, a point system to an extent where you only you don't win games, you win series. 
Right. And by the way, I 100% agree. We uh, interviewed a, a couple baseball players out in Arizona, and uh, they were like, yeah, that'd be great. Right. And I was like, then everybody's got to fucking play. And I was like, yes. Then everybody's got to play. And by the way, the tiebreaker would be just games one. And do it to the NBA as well. Um, oh, because God. then that eliminates load management. Yep. So you're all good there. Yep. And if you want to load management, yep. great. But then you got to win the next two. But by the way, it, it is worth it to not fuck up your bullpen in the regular season. Like, this is better for your team to have a runner on second. Right. Like, it, it is legitimately... And, and both teams have... I, the only, I guess, downside you could say is that it does kind of flip the advantage to the away team. Because they get to go first. And um, if they score, that is just an immense amount of pressure. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's an obscene amount of pressure on the home team. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's usually it's better to bat last. It's kind of not. It's debatably not with a man in second. In general, though, for both time considerations and the fact that extra innings are just ass. Yeah, keep it. And by the way, for p- fans in the stands that want to stay for the game, they stop selling booze in the seventh inning. Yeah. So, it is a nightmare yeah. if you're staying there. for. Yeah. And I have watched multiple, like, 15, 16, 17, 18 inning games. I can't do it. Yeah. It's awful. It's I understand awful. it. Uh, at least the Super Bowl, the bar was going all night. They didn't stop serving until the end of the game. Which they, is that's great. the way. Like, Let's go. It's the way it should be. It's fucking awesome. Uh, we'll flop on over to the NBA here. What a wild week of uh, trade. I know. Deadline shit that, that went down, man. It was so much that it was hard to process because, like, you know, we were doing four or five shows a day, and then you're coming out of it, and you're like, wait, who? Him? What, wait, where? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Katie. What, what Nets player? What, where? So we were in Phoenix, and a uh, ton of Suns fans that live out there, love the team there, and uh, and they were amped. And I said, hey, man, I heard a rumor that you guys are going to get KD, and they were like, no fucking way. And I was like, yeah. Now, the rumor initially was they had to give up Chris Paul, because uh, Chris Paul's getting older expiring contract and all that stuff that made sense to me they got to keep chris paul they kept everybody in this fucking deal yep what's stopping them from winning it all now denver maybe like just because they play great team ball denver ain't those dudes that's what i think too the suns are gonna win the championship that's what i think too and when i I looked at this team i was like you don't even need them to do anything other than just be kevin durant now kd gets to win a championship where he is the dude is he though because you got booker Booker's all world. Yeah, Booker's fine. Um, you got Chris Paul. You have DeAndre Ayton. I mean, there's so many fucking None of them are there. dudes. This ain't like the Warriors. This isn't like the Warriors where, you know, like Curry, Draymond. You know, and they'd already won. Yeah. They already and won. Clay, Clay Thompson. Right? They'd yeah. already won. Yeah. Like, yeah. these dudes haven't won. Yeah. They got close. They should have won, but they didn't win. The only thing for me, because then Kyrie got traded to Dallas. I thought that was a very odd move. Um, um, two guys who essentially do kind of the same sort of thing on the same team. That is a totally inconsequential move. It, it's bizarre, right? right? Why would you do that? Well, sells tickets for Dallas, I guess. So that, it that, does, but they're, I'll say this, because you know, owning a ticketing company, like, dude, Dallas Mavericks, Dallas everything. Stars, Cowboys, and uh, Mavs sell the fu- I mean, those are the yeah. highest prices in America, and it's nuts. That area that they all live in, like Frisco, Dallas, Arlington, yeah. all that shit is super rich anyway. And by the way, the, the American Airlines arena, that is, it's very rare you go into, arena, and into an arena and think like, wow, this is a great stadium. Yeah. Like all arenas kind of look the same. Yeah. American Airlines, I was like, this is actually like very awesome. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Like a, and it, yeah, it'll bring asses to the seats. I just don't know how that helps your team. I thought, I, that, I thought I it was a weird move. You, I thought 
I, what, what I heard afterwards, by the way, was um, the Nets owner. The rumor was, hey, dude, I will literally trade you anywhere uh, except for the place that you don't want to go. So, uh, like, LA is gone now. You've, yeah. ru- you've ruined that. Yeah. Fuck you. And I'll I mean, just take dude, the best deal fuck possible. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving sucks. I want this me era. I, I posted this on Twitter and it got a lot of traction, but I, I just said I want this me era to be over with. This LeBron, Katie, Kyrie era that we're, we've been in right. for like the last 15 years. I want it over. I feel like they're holding all of their teams and teammates hostages and by this stupid fucking shit. They want to be traded every fucking two years to all these teams. It's like fucking dumb. Dumb. Just stay in one place and yeah. fucking win. I, I don't really get it. I just it's want the only sport that it happens done. in, by the way, really. I know. Like, it's, it's baseball players don't do it. Football players don't do it. Okay. Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, I guess, is the only two that I can. Right, and look at what look where it's got Aaron fucking Rodgers. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, look where it's got him. Fucking no. nowhere. And it's going to get Kyrie no. nowhere. Yeah. Kyrie has no rings on its own. That is, I obviously hit that huge three, but that is LeBron's ring. Right. KD, no rings on his own. He's about to get one, probably. I, and he will be the alpha. Like uh, uh, he, he was, will, but I'll, I'll tell you this: <coughs> the rest of the league and world and everything else will look at that and be like, "Congrats, you just joined another super team." I don't think he'll ever get his due unless he drops fifty a game in the finals. Yeah, I, it's you know what I really want. I hope the Nuggets win the championship because be what fun. I really want, Jokic deserves. He is the best player in the NBA. He's going to win his third straight MVP, and, and there's he, nothing you can do to yeah. stop that. And he deserves it. Yeah. And honestly, he's been a little. He's got. He's gotten some bad luck. Like Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray have not been healthy the last two years concurrently. Yeah. And if they stay healthy, like that is a good championship team. Yeah. Potentially with everyone else that's there, and especially if you were playing, let's say Boston or because Boston's the same way. Where I think it's just a good team. Yeah. Denver has a good team yep. as a whole. Yeah. Nobody bitches with one another. They all seem to get along. Yep. Uh, Milwaukee is a good team. I think uh, Sixers are hard to judge because of, of Harden, but uh, before he got there, you know, like right. Embiid and those guys seem to all get along, and it seemed like a good team. Uh, whereas uh, this this Suns team is just do you, fucking nasty. Do, they're nasty, but do you kind of think we're past like the super team thing to an extent? Like because I don't think the Warriors are a super team in the way that uh, the Heat or or the like OG Celtics with Pierce and Garnett or 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 uh, I don't think those were those were super teams. I don't think this the Warriors were super team because it was all scheme. They just had elite players in that scheme, mm-hmm. and I kind of think now we're getting away from the point where you can just have a star in the NBA or two stars in the NBA and you're going to win. Yeah, I don't think if that was true, the Rockets might. I it feels to me like it's almost like the NFL, right, with Mahomes, where it's like you need an actual fucking plan. And I think we'll have that answer this year. If if Denver stays healthy, yeah. if Boston stays healthy, if the Bucks stay healthy, because I think the Bucks could have won it last year if uh, Homeboy doesn't get hurt. Um, so and honestly, I, I, the Bucks I, winning it, they had Giannis, yeah. and Giannis is elite, but that was a team. It's a team. They had a plan. Yeah. It yep. was a team. It was not... And it's been a slow build if you're second and a best slow players, grind Chris for them. Milton, yeah, like you're yeah. not a super team. Yeah, and he was hurt last year. Yeah, and they still got close. Yeah. So with this, I hope all these teams stay healthy. Denver in particular, because it seems like they're never healthy in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, fucking. Ever. And so it, it's going to be fun to watch, uh, at least. And I'm amped about that. But as far as all these trades went down, uh, I the one on the way back burner that nobody was talking about last week was D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers. Um, Meh. I, I, 
he's a great player. I love him. I and know he's, he's a Ohio young State guy. guy. Like, I, yeah. No, I, it's not that because he was only there for one year, so we didn't really get a full experience from him. Right. So I, I and truthfully, even when, we, when he was at Ohio State, I thought he was good. I didn't think he was that good. He was no Mike Conley. No. So like, it, I didn't know how he would do in the NBA. It turned out to be really fucking good because my only experience of him was when he got to LA, and then he was recording shit in the locker room <laughs> with. Homeboy, and I was Swaggy yeah. P, and I was like, "Well, fuck this guy." So was everybody else. Yeah, he's obviously matured and grown up, and all that stuff. Because I think he hit the Lakers at 19 years old. Yeah, and it was. Oh yeah, it was wild. And by, that was when they were like in their down Kobe years. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Like it was a post championship. Yeah. Kobe was just kind of playing out his career. Yeah, not ideal Laker time. And with the Lakers, I mean, I watched these teams. Even we watched uh, LeBron break the scoring record the other nights. By the nobody way, care, like, nobody, I know nobody cared. cared. But he did that in like 200 less games than Kareem. He did, but there was no three-point line for Kareem. So Kareem wouldn't hit, wouldn't shoot threes. We don't know. <laughs> if he would have skyhooked a three, who knows? Um, but to do it in that time period, like, yeah. I mean, look, LeBron's got a, a ton of fucking three-pointers. So. Jordan probably should have the record, but... Uh, Same thing. That's what you get for retiring for four fucking years in the middle of your career. I know, I know. Uh, God knows what he could have done. Right. It's but not, that's it's, his fault. That's it's, his fault, right? Like it, that's, Yeah, it is. And, and it's unbelievably impressive what LeBron has done. But watching that game felt very LeBron to me where they didn't win. Yep. Didn't seem like they cared if they win. Oh, and then it, they stopped the game in the third quarter. You know what it felt like? It felt like Barry Bonds hitting 756. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, okay. Uh, and obviously LeBron's not. A Bonds level of whatever you know what I mean everybody's on something but LeBron's not Barry Bonds right like he's not fucking like egregious cheater but like it just felt like uh. very odd Kareem hates LeBron too and so seeing that awkward moment where they told him to pass the torch basketball like there there's no all of it was so staged there's no and, two more opposites I know I know and it's I such know. a tragedy because LeBron James is physically the best NBA player of all time He's the, that's the best body of an NBA player I've ever seen. Yep. And by the way, he's such a good passer that I would say probably a top 10 mentally. Oh, I, look, if you're looking at his stats, he's number one in scoring. He's already top five in assists. Yeah. Rebounds, he's going to be probably maybe top 20 up there, yep. top 30 of all time. You just hate him. And, and just, even, at that, even at that, because that he's game. Just, he's, he is physically perfect, mentally elite. Yep emotionally absolute dog shit <laughs> yeah and to see an entire stadium boo him yeah for no reason seemingly just that because all they said was lebron james is here and they're, they're going through celebrities right. on the jumbotron although and an entire let, stadium just booing the let's shit out of him it's in the stadium vehicles fans oh yeah you're right you're right i didn't who, think about that who are they not booing yeah that's true that's true <laughs> that's true god this eagle fence insufferable dude just <laughs> Nothing made me happier than that. Even, even my wife was just like, I, I don't, she goes, I don't care who wins this game. I just don't want to hear this anymore. Sure, I was like, me neither. They need to be quiet. Just yeah. shut the fuck. I, it's just nonstop. Um, and yeah, I was amped when they lost that game uh, for no other reason than that. <laughs> I, and I mean, obviously I had a lot of money on it, but, uh, but yeah, dude, if you're getting booed inside of an NFL stadium during the Super Bowl, shit's you, bad. Uh, just, but, but like in general, like like the Jonas Brothers, people went nuts right. for. And I was like, oh, the Eagles fans like the Jonas Brothers. Like, 
the fuck? But like you have a job, bro. Yeah. Like it's the middle of the season. <laughs> Unless are they there this week or like how does I don't work know. Out? I I guess I could check the schedule, but like you are it's mid season. Yeah, who the Lakers play And you're second? not even in the playoffs right now. No, he's gotta go to fucking Portland. They're playing Portland Dude. on the road tonight. And he's at the Super Bowl last that's night. That's that's egregious. If he sits out tonight too for Logement. <laughs> That would be so LeBron. It's indefensible. It's fucking defensible. God damn, that's far. You're going to go to Portland. It's across the country. I yeah. know. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's insane. But uh, yeah, there was one, uh, one interview that uh, it will not air. Will yeah. not air on this show. Yeah. And it was uh, Walker Bueller. The best button baseball. The, the pitcher for the Dodgers. We had a fun interview and it was pretty wild. And uh, his agent scrapped it. I asked him about Trevor Bauer, and that was a no-no, I guess. Yeah. I said, what? You're a pitcher. He's a pitcher. You guys are on the same team. Same film room. He's not suspended anymore. He can play, right? Right. So? Not suspended. What's happening to Trevor Bauer? Oh, boy. Future Pittsburgh Pirate, maybe. Who knows? (laughs) I'm not sure what's going to happen with that I don't think anyone's going to sign him, to be quite honest. I wonder. I think... He's so good. Like, is it worth somebody taking a flyer this year towards the playoffs? Would you be pissed off if the Braves did it towards the end of the year? Uh, well, <laughs> I, there we go. Here's buddy. my here's my problem with that. Only in so much as like he's been pitching like three years. So if they, I guess if they raw dog signed him halfway through the season mm-hmm. as like a trade act trade deadline acquisition, yeah, I'd be pissed because like who knows what he's gonna do? Who knows? What so you're this get, dude yeah. needs. Dude, Trevor Bauer is probably going to be pitching in a Mexican league and then maybe some MLB team who really needs some help takes him at the trade deadline or whatever. But my guess is Trevor Bauer is not pitching in America for a while. Okay. There is... Do you remember the Oregon State pitcher mm-hmm. who had like some kitty molestation situation? you can say child molestation. Yeah, he's still pitching in Mexico or something like that. Yeah. He'll never get signed here because yeah. his stuff was like... Real, real, real. Yeah. Um, but my guess is Bauer probably goes to pitch somewhere else, and then maybe gets signed here. Okay, we'll see. I I think somebody will take a flyer this year. Uh, that's just a guess. Look, it's only February, and I know pitchers and catchers report in like I think days, like a week or two. Oh yeah, that's yeah, coming up. Um, but like a year or two ago, I mean, free agents weren't getting signed until. Until spring training started, yeah. So yeah. it depends. Yeah. My guess is honestly, you want a real honest answer. If I had to mm-hmm. just like blindly put money on something, the Yankees. Mm, I could see it. Towards they the have end. a weak staff. They don't. They do not have a deep staff. And if you can get them, you know, you you paid a gajillion dollars for. Oh, they can pay the league minimum because yeah. the Dodgers are paying him exactly. a salary. Yep. So they can pay him five hundred grand. Yeah. That's all the Dodgers are paying him. So it could work out. Yeah. Um, it could work out. Uh, first thoughts on next year here before we get out of here. Uh, who do you who do you got at next year? Way too early prediction here for NFL, dude. I mean, at this point, the Chiefs are a dynasty. They have entered dynasty mode. I know, I know. So, what do you want? Like, think about it this way. Here's Patrick Mahomes' entire career: lose in overtime on shitty rules to the. Tom Brady Patriots. Yep. Win the Super Bowl. Yep. Go to the Super Bowl, lose because half your offensive line is dead. Yep. 
lose in overtime in the AFC Championship game again, mm-hmm. win the Super Bowl. Yeah. He has lost zero AFC Championship games in regulation. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. And he's two and one in the Super Bowls. Yeah. Andy Reid is still the coach. They are in dynasty mode. Uh-huh. Give me the fucking Chiefs. So, uh, other than the Chiefs, because I was thinking about this on the, on the drive over from the airport, the only other one that I think makes sense is the 49ers, if they can get a quarterback. Yes. Um, yes. Keep that defense together, because then you're, you're talking about the same shit. And, uh, again, they were on the field for 40 fucking minutes, and that's, that Eagles game still only gave well, up. No, and they had no quarterback. Right, right. But, but here's the thing. They still, 40 minutes on the field for a defense is a lot. That's the most I've, oh, yeah. I've ever heard of. Especially in, by, and by the way, during the Super Bowl, when they were talking about time of possession and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? In a normal game, I'd be worried about this. Yeah. But the Chiefs are getting a full-ass, like, 30-minute break at halftime. And they just score at will. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it almost seems like when they, if they just try to win, they can win every game. I know I've said this for years in this show, um, but uh, I'm trying to look at other teams outside of the Chiefs because I agree with you. I think we are in d- dynasty mode for Chiefs. I think the only team out there... I mean, look, the Eagles will be there again if... Oh, if, yeah. I mean, the only problem is... Uh, I heard they got a bunch of free agents, and it's going to be hard to keep. I mean, they're elite on both sides where it's like, it's going to be hard to keep a lot of those guys together. You know, ba- based on just the moves they made this season and in the offseason and stuff like that, they clearly have a good front office. Uh, the Eagles? Yeah. Yes, yes. So I'm yes. not worried about them remaining competent on the field. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about them. I, and I think they're the best team. And again, like we said, the NFC is ass. Yes. Who's the second best team? The fucking Vikings or the Niners? Niners. The Niners with a quarterback. Yep. Which they don't have right now. Right. So I think that's kind of it for next year. And then, look, I think Burrow will be there. Uh, I think Buffalo will be there still. They've Man, got. I'm, uh, I'm a little out on, on Buffalo right now. I know. I, a lot of people are. And it's like, look, we get into the same conversation that we've had for you know years on this show about a running quarterback. And that's what Josh Allen is as well. And I, I don't know. I, we'll we'll find out, but he's got to do something now because Burrow at least went to a, a Super Bowl. Yep, he um, he won a conference championship. Sure did, sure did. And a lot of people said he could have done it again this year if uh, one game where a guy almost <laughs> died on the field didn't happen. Because I mean, look, if that doesn't happen and they I win that game, the entire Bengals have a bye. Yep. Then they have a home field yep. the rest oh. of the way, and they and only I have think to play they probably two beat games. the Bills in that game. So do we, I. Be quite honest. So do I. The Bengals fans are the only ones with a legitimate gripe. I think the Bengals will be there uh, regardless. The only problem is AFC, like you were saying, is, is, uh, it's really fucking hard. NFC is your best shot. Uh, 49ers, though, who's out there? Brady? No, Brady's done. I, Brady did file papers, allegedly. I think he's done. Uh, Rodgers? I mean, fuck. Rodgers on the 49ers would be incredible. Honestly? Lamar Jackson? I don't want to be... I don't want to sound like a fucking asshole. Go ahead. Even Derek Carr is enough. He might be. He might be for real, because he's good enough. He's enough, and he's a he's a good if enough. Garoppolo was enough to get him there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but all I heard this week out of there was um, uh, Derek Carr to the Jets. I heard that a lot. Barf. I know. It's gross. If if also, if you're Derek Carr, you're insane to do that. Yeah. Uh, and then the coach they added, um, who's the, the passing game coordinator, is uh, Todd Downing. That just happened today. The Jets hired him. He was 
It was Derek Carr's guy. So. <laughs> I, fine. Dude, if Derek Carr wants to do that, that's his own fucking mistake. Like, he's more than welcome to go. It's like going to the Mets. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Have fun, Justin Verlander. You idiot. You should have stayed in the Astros. But, like, I, the Niners are clearly, like, oh, you, like, you have every toy possible. Why go? And, and Derek Carr is not bad. Like, no, no. The, like, he's not elite. But he's not bad. He's fine. Uh, somebody else pitched Ryan Tannehill potentially to the Niners. Uh, another Ugh. game, but another game manager, maybe. Uh, Ugh, I hate that. Who I knows? hate that. Give me. He's never had any fucking receivers, so I don't. Tannehill. I, yeah, I've never seen him with receivers. He hasn't. I. I he didn't have him in Miami, man, and then he gets traded to Tennessee, and that's a running team, and they've never. I'll tell you. I, mean, what. I guess they had AJ Brown there. Tannehill will always be hard for me to believe, and I'm sure you can understand this as a. Because you're bigger. Oh, I'm not a Tannehill fan. I know, but yeah, I would say I'm sure you can understand this because you're a bigger college football fan than you are an NFL fan. I think I remember Ryan Tannehill in college. Like Missouri was in the same conference as A&M when Tannehill was there. Okay, and I just in college he was the same guy. Like this, just like mediocre fucking dude. Like I'm still watching his career like ten years later, and I'm like, how the fuck does Ryan Tannehill exist other than the fact that he's tall? I don't know. That can't be the guy. That, that can't, can't be the guy. If, the, if that's the Niners guy, then the Niners are fucked. And the, and, and the Eagles have a free fucking pass. But if you're uh, out there and you're an NFL team, this, this offseason is going to be really fucking exciting because, shit, these guys are on the move somewhere. You got oh, Lamar yeah. Jackson and uh, they, Rodgers potentially and all these guys. Like This will be a big boy uh, draft. ton of superstars in the draft that everybody can get. Eagles have great picks. Oh, the Eagles are going to be gnarly. My God, dude. Um, I, if I was the Niners, I would probably... If you want to go super-duper all-in, Lamar Jackson, I think you can win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr, though, and save money. Yes. Yeah, you could, especially if you want a great defense, and I would recommend that as well. Right. So get somebody less than uh, NFL Drafts 2023. I'm going to look up real quick here. I just want to see where the Eagles are at. Um, they have because- the Saints pick, I think. Mm, let's see here. Uh, just need an order here, friends. I need a fucking order here. Um, and make it so goddamn difficult here. Just give me the order. All right, here we, here we go. go. All right, here we go. Here, Danny goes. Okay. E- so Eagles, Eagles have the tenth pick. Oh man. I think they really only need like a Bijan Robinson out of that pick. If he's there. If he's there at 10, take him. Well, he's a running back, so I don't. I think they need it. That's what I think they need. So, like, Miles, I know Miles Sanders had a decent year. He's a little guy. I think you throw a Bijan Robinson in that mix, dude, and you're fucking golden. And, and at 10, you don't have to pay him that much money. Well, I mean, if you can get some sort of like defensive line wrecking type of dude or a dope linebacker, I mean, any type of defense, I, I would just take the best available, honestly. I, I don't think they can go wrong at 10 because their team is already so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders and Boston Scotts are free agents this year. So, yeah. I, hey, take Bijan at 10. You're fucking golden next year. Man. I, it's Look, it, it, great times to be an Eagles fan right now. They looked pretty goddamn good yesterday. Um, they're great. And honestly, and they're again, young. How, Jalen Hurts, legit? Y- yes. I, I think the... 
Uh, well, I'm one more year of proving it, and I, I think you're you're yeah. good to go on that. He but was, he, he certainly looked great last he, night. He was dropping dimes. I didn't think he was capable of dropping. Same, and he and he was very very good last night. Now the previous six weeks were horrific, um, but how much of that was the injury? How much of it wasn't? I don't really know. It doesn't matter. You just played on the world's biggest stage in the Super Bowl and thrived. So, in my opinion, uh, there's I'm not going to second guess it anymore. Um, we'll see how he does next year. But uh, as far as this year goes, that's the dude. And I, I don't. There's no draft needs or anything on a quarterback or oh, any the, stuff. The Eagles Keep also have the Minshew 30th. as your backup, and you know, like for real, yeah. Like you don't need to spend any picks on QBs. No. You're good. They, the Eagles have two first round picks. And they the thirtieth, the thirtieth pick as well. Shit, dude. Get I, I that Bijan Robinson kid. Uh, watching him in person, r- r- running back. Would be Texas. great, great for this team. Yeah, and I hate Texas, but uh, that that kid's do. really fucking. By the way, good. we didn't even talk about this. We don't need to get super into it, but uh, joining a year early in the SEC. Yeah, so it was supposed to be on holds, and then they cut. So that the, that deal came down to an extra hundred million dollars. Yeah, uh, out of ESPN's pockets and somebody else, and the <laughs> conference. Uh, I don't care. Well, the two schools had to pony up fifty apiece to get him the fuck out of there. Right. But the odd thing to me is all of those other schools are moving over this year. So you're going to have like 18 teams in, uh, in the Big 12 this year. So at least for this year, know, right. it's going to be fun and weird. Very weird. We're just like, all right, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. Cincinnati, UCF. Yeah, UT, Cincinnati in conference. It's going to be a weird. It's going to be so fucking dumb. It's going to be weird for a year, and yeah. then they move over to the SEC. Careful what you wish for, though, moving to the SEC. Uh, they're not going to like it. No, no, they're not going to like it. No. So, yeah, uh, but they did get out of that deal. And I think the awkwardness would have been too much for the next two years. No. I'm happy about it. Like, good. And by the way, Ohio borders Kentucky. So it's only a matter of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Before Ohio State joins the SEC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I think somebody was asking me about this last week. And, and here was my prediction. I think you'll have the SEC. I think you'll have the Big Ten because they're, they're loading up. UCLA and, and USC are coming. And, you yep. know, I think Oregon and, and who is it? Washington are rumored to be the next two yep. to move over there. Um, I think those will be the two big conferences. Now, what I'm curious about is what the ACC is going to do. And die. Then maybe. Or die. do they join as well? And They'll die. Yeah. There's no good northern ACC teams. No, you got Clemson, and then you have Miami in that conference, and football-wise, and Florida State. And those three are good. And then the best you have up north is like Pitt. Yeah, I, Pitt needs to... Right. But here's, here's the problem. Here's, here's what's all still insane to me about UT and OU joining. Like, Missouri and A&M joining makes sense because they just want money and, and to be in a different conference, that's fine. They don't lose anything. They're the same standing either conference they're in, right? Mm-hmm. They're little guy. Well, Anum's medium to big guy because of money, but Missouri's a little guy, whatever. Uh, OU and UT in particular, yep. they go from the most important people in their conference to like the fourth to fifth most. You, you, the University of Texas has never not been the most important school in their conference until yeah. right fucking now. I know. And that's all going to change, and they're they're in for a world of of hurts. It's going to be because bad. the other part is not just on the field. I know, but in the fucking lo- in the boardroom and everything. All like of they it. they can't swing their dicks around anymore. No, and I think the SEC once they get there wants to prove a point. Hey, welcome to the conference. Here's Alabama. Yeah. Here's fucking Georgia. Here's yeah. LSU. Have fun. Um, now it gives a shot at like LSU versus Texas being a fun series and all that shit. And that's a blast. And for us living in Austin with all these people that are gonna be, now going to be in and out of that stadium, oh yeah, it's going to be great for us. 
Uh, great for this program, but yeah. uh, oh, yeah. not good for the schools as a whole. No, they're going to do very <laughs> bad at sports. Uh, but it's fun, kids. We would bring up the UFC, but uh, Joel does not have a microphone today. Bringing back all the crew now. I think they're supposed to get here by tomorrow morning, so they might be back yeah. for RPR. We'll see. We're on a normal, normalish schedule tomorrow. Yes, everything yeah. will be back in order tomorrow. Uh, I think so. Yeah, that's that's it, right? Yeah, they'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, those guys will be back tomorrow. Go to iTunes, rate the show five star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five star, and you can walk away. Just rate Drinking Bros Sports on there. That's all the fucking advertisers care about. Uh, and in the meantime, you can bet with us or against us on mybookie.com. We will be doing another golf show this week. Always, we do that every single week. And uh, I'll, I'll probably pop in and we'll do a little bit of Daytona 500 action. Not that I'm the most knowledgeable in NASCAR, but it is the Super Bowl of, yeah. of, uh, of racing. So uh, since we're going, we always throw a lot of money on it anyways, but kind of like funsies. Kentucky Derby is tight. It's a lottery ticket. Yes. Uh, so those will be fun as well. So we'll pop in and do a, a, a Daytona 500 show as well. We appreciate you joining us for Hot Bob Joel. Yeah. I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Monday Morning Recap. Good morning, everyone. <laughs>